Posted Ravioli is going crazy, folks. This is Benjamin Hockman of the Post-Dispatch, and what a thrilling day today is. We're recording this on June 6th, Wednesday, and the, the reason why uh, we're doing it today is because we're here at Bush Stadium, actually across the street at Ballpark Village, and what a neat thing. It's called Flip Like Ozzy. And basically, Ozzy Smith is here, and he is meeting the fans. And wow, it's been fun watching the smiles get wider as uh, as people have met number one. And they can go in this thing where this thing, this this, this situation, this setup where you, you jump up in the air and they take your photo and then they flip your body as if you're flipping like Ozzy Smith would on the field before the big games. And they have it uh, in behind a you're behind in front of a green screen and they make it look like you are uh, flipping uh, in the World Series 1987 so it's it, it's pretty cool and because of this exciting day we're getting to sit down with the man the myth the legend we are here with Osborne Earl Smith Ozzy Smith the wizard what a cool moment for me getting to sit down with you um, Right away, why are we here? Why is everyone wearing an Ozzy Smith jersey upside down? The number is upside down. Well, I spent most of my life upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing a uh, we're partnering with uh, Philip sixty six, and it's Philip sixty six day here at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And um, because the fans in this town are so great, and it's a uh, um, it's baseball season, mm-hmm. they they're doing a promotion where if you buy eight gallons of gas, okay. Eight gallons of gas. Yeah, okay. just eight, eight. gallons. Just yeah. eight gallons yeah. of gas. You can uh, get up to fifty percent off on on uh, tickets? In, tickets here in 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 St. Louis. Just eight. Eight gallons. Yeah. All right. Now you could do that every day. Yeah. Every month. <laughs> right. But you can get up to eight tickets and uh, you know go to cardinals.com/slash/philip66 uh, to get all of the details on it. But mm-hmm. it's a great way that people can. Um, uh, 66 anyway can show their fans how much they are appreciated here in this town and yeah. be part of this community. Yeah. I was born in 1980, so you got here two years after I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, together we've uh, won a World Series. That's we've, right. We've combined, we have one World Series, Series win, we've been three appearances. Three. Yes, yeah. right. We've been three <laughs> times. Yeah. Um, it, it's been neat for me because basically what I'm getting at is my life has, has been parallel to your mm-hmm career in, in St. Louis, and uh, there's, there's so many memories, and I'm sure you get that from everybody. It is. And, you know, <laughs> it, one of the great things about uh, being able to uh, to live here, which I do, um, I live live out in St. Albans, out west there, and, and stuff, but one of the greatest compliments that I can be paid, or me or any of my ex-teammates mm-hmm. can be paid, is the fact that uh, fans come up to you and they say to you, you know what? I want to thank you for being such a part of my youth. Yeah. yeah I used to go to the ballpark with my dad, my mm-hmm. mom, with the family, you know, and that's uh, that's very, very important. And I consider myself very fortunate to be in a position where you can create memories that last a lifetime. Yeah. And it's funny, I was, I'm name grabbing here, not to you, but to the mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, I was talking to Don Mattingly yesterday, uh-huh. one of your 1980s all star contemporaries and your co host on The That's Simpsons. Right. On The Simpsons. That's yeah. right. And, uh, and I asked him, when you hear Ozzy Smith, what comes to mind? And he said, The Flip. <laughs> and, and what's funny to me about The Flip is that it had nothing to do with the actual playing of baseball. Right, right. Yet, it was that thing. You know, it's that thing that I think that connects people because. 
the flip became synonymous with the beginning of the baseball season. Yeah. And it's the one thing that even if you're, if you're not, a, not a baseball fan, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that stand out, uh, especially for little old ladies who go, I know who you are. Sure. You're that guy that does the flip. Right. You know, which is, which is great. I have to remind them that I did play baseball too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those great trademarks to have that, mm-hmm. that you know, will, will be remembered forever. You walk around here today and it's on the T-shirts. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things that people remember. It's part of their... It was part of their their youth, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm just very fortunate to have had the opportunity to play yeah. in such great baseball town. Yeah. Sixty three, is that correct? I'm sixty three. I know I don't look it. No, so, no, you, you, you know, definitely you look you look like you could you could fill in as a defensive replacement yeah. in the ninth inning if need be. Um, I don't know. I couldn't play very long. <laughs> yeah, I'll just use it for the ninth. Nice. Okay, just one inning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, sixty three. Has that hit you like? Because when you were playing, you probably... What did you think of a 63-year-old at the oh, time? Man, yeah. I thought those dudes were so old. Sure. Man, God, that dude is ancient. Yeah, 63. But, but here again, I, I one of the things that I realized early on was that if you don't want to get old, you got to keep moving. Sure. And so even now, you know, um, I work out three days a week, which I think is very, very important if you want to try and maintain... See, we're baby boomers. Sure. And baby boomers are going down fighting. Yeah. You know, we're going to fight aging and yeah. stuff. So... Uh, I'm one of those guys who who have always been busy, and uh, I'll be busy till the day I die. Yeah, uh, Dexter Fowler tweeted the great story from Target. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I and I'm sure people have asked you about it since it, but basically you're you're in Target shopping. Uh-huh. You're regular. I mean, it's it's weird, I guess, to think like Hall of Famers have to shop too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. But, uh, you're shopping uh, World Series winner Dexter Fowler. He's shopping. You see each other at Target, and. Um, and what happened? His young daughter came up to you? Yeah, we, I was saying hi to him, and, and we were conversing, and she goes, are you a fan of my daddy? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm a fan of your daddy. And he, he he tried to correct her, but I sure. told him, no, 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 today I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of yours, yes. Yeah. How, I mean, how, off, how often do you get recognized? Is it one for one? Like, literally every time you go anywhere, you get recognized? Well, it's not one for one. Sometimes, you know, depending on the age of the crowd, mm-hmm. you know, some of the young people don't really know until some older person says, "Do you know who that was?" And yeah. and then there's the excitement. But for the most part, it's uh, it's pretty cool. People are pretty respectful of my time and stuff. Mm-hmm. I shop at my uh, at my store all the time, and and I know everybody in there. Mm-hmm. You know, so sure. they're they're people that uh, all knew. Um, or, or grew up watching me, and yeah. it's a part of my life. Is is St. Louis? I mean, you talk about part of your life. Can you describe what St. Louis means to you now? I mean, you could live yeah. essentially anywhere. Yeah. Why here? Here because uh, the people. It's a great place to to raise a family. The the baseball here, as you as you know, b- baseball is king here. And if you were a part of the team in the 80s that, um, that created so much excitement and stuff. I mean, they make it easy for you. you don't have to, I don't have to wait in line for dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this was the place for me. Sometimes it's hard to know whether or not the the if that's the, the place that you should be. But mm-hmm. this is a place I know I should be. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, there are other places that uh, might offer better weather or whatever, but... 
you know, um, if I if I have to get on a plane somewhere, I'll just jump on a plane. But sure. as far as living, mm-hmm. uh, my kids were raised here, and the people have been so generous to all of us here that um, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to go and live anywhere. Yes. Yeah. When you've accomplished so much in life, like what else do you want to do now? Or is that the luxury of accomplishing so much that you can just chill? And That's right. It's, it's the luxury of accomplishing something that... Uh, that is so meaningful to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it means a lot to, to me and my family and stuff, but it's a blessing to be able to um, to have had the opportunity to bring so much joy to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, just through what I do, and even now, just giving people the opportunity to sit and, and, and chat. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that's all that the fans want to do, is they just want to feel a part. Yeah. And... Um, you know, now I'm giving them the opportunity. I, I've been here, you know, since 1982, and you would think that I sometimes think that everybody in this town has met me at one at right. one point or another. But yeah. you'd be amazed at the number of people who have never ever had the opportunity to see me in person sure. and stuff. And I'm an amazed. I'm amazed by that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Joe Namath talked about how it, and I felt when I read this, I felt sad for Joe Namath, and maybe not. Look, hear me out. Joe Namath <laughs> said that everybody asks him about the Super Bowl mm-hmm. to the point that when he answers it, it's no longer his true emotion. He says a couple Come lines yeah. that he always says. And I guess are there times for you when they ask you about the go crazy home run or winning the World Series in '82, where you, you're yeah, you, yeah, it was pretty cool, it was pretty special, right? And then and it's almost like you take it for granted? No, you don't you never take it for granted, you know, because I was fortunate enough to be in a situation where the great Jack Buck was on the mic at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what an uh, icon he is around here. So mm-hmm. through that also I I become a part of cardinal history that will never go away and mm-hmm. uh, that's just I, I'm just I'm just very lucky to have had the opportunity that I did to come here and play. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you flipped? 2002, and it wasn't pretty, man. Okay. And <laughs> skint my knee, messed up a pair of pants. Come on. It was ugly, man. Where uh, Where did this happen? At the Hall of Fame, in uh, out in front of the Hall of Fame, they had me out early in the morning. Okay. And uh, this was before the sun, because they were trying to get the lighting right and right. all that stuff. Hall of Fame in the background. Sure. It's real cute. Right, right, right. But uh, on my first pass, I pulled a calf muscle. Okay. Yeah. And so I didn't have any any spring at sure. all. And I didn't make the full rotation, and I skinned my knee. And you mm. know how you, when you skin your knee, and you can feel the blood. Oh, sure. Oh, God. Yeah. It was terrible. So I just wrote a book about the Cardinals, and uh, the Big 50 Cardinals, and you're in it a lot, as you mm-hmm. can probably imagine. And I tried to interview a lot of different people about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you know about Hamilton? You know this this Broadway show yes, Hamilton. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. The, the original George Washington mm-hmm. is from Cairo, Illinois. Cairo. Yeah. So I'm interviewing George Washington. His name's Christopher Jackson, and he's talking all about you. And he told the story about he's in his front yard with his he's seven years old with his buddy. And I go and because we're talking about you, he goes, "I once tried the flip. Uh, it wasn't pretty." Granger Davis was his friend's name, uh, and I never did it again because he hit his head, <laughs> yeah. and it was terrible. But yeah. it's, it's so true. I, I probably caused a lot of people injury. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Trying to do that flip. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, really, it, it's really special, you know, being able to touch people's lives. Is it, is it at times overwhelming? 
No, it never gets over. Well, I, the only time that, I, you know, I guess it could be a little irritating is when you're 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 ready to eat. You're right here, and sure. somebody say, "Excuse me." Yeah. But that that really is the only time that uh, that it could be irritable. But yeah. for the most part, most yeah. people are respectful of your time and sure. and stuff. So yeah. I love it. I love it here. What do you do for fun? Play a lot of golf. Okay. At, yeah. You mentioned St. Albans. Yeah. Well, you know, this year we have the 100th PGA Championship Man. here at Belle Reve, and I'm the president of the Gateway Chapter of the PGA here, too. And mm-hmm. that's really, um, as a person that brings awareness to a, a cause that is desperately needed here, you know, we, we feel that um, kids get in trouble because they have so much idle time. Yeah. And we feel that uh, the longer you can keep kids in school, hopefully the better citizens you produce. Mm-hmm. And so through the game of golf, not just the game of golf, but um, the business of golf as well. You yeah. know, there are a lot of kids, when I was growing up in South Central Los Angeles, I was never exposed to the game of golf. Right. And that's why you don't see so many, uh, too many uh, uh, African-American kids playing golf, mm-hmm. because they're not exposed to it. Yeah. So. We're in the process of uh, working with Herbert Hoover's Boys Club and, right. and um, uh, the old uh, Carter Carburetor plant. Mm-hmm. Most of it's down now. They still have a little contamination, but we're working hard on raising money to build a nine-hole multi-recreational facility Fantastic. in North St. Louis there to expose them to it, where it would be like a, uh, like a campus where we have culinary, we have technology, and mm-hmm. all those things. Under under one roof there yeah. and, and, and stuff, so it's it's pretty cool being able to do something like that. That hopefully when it comes to fruition, it'll be something you'll be able to look back on and yeah. be very very proud of. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like, and what as an interviewer, I've met people in, in acting and and, mm-hmm. and music, and what's interesting is they have completed the task. Mm-hmm. And then they're only forty-one, or they're in your KO. I think you're, now, you know. So you're sitting here now, going, well, "What am I going to do now?" Right. You know. So you you find things that um, while you're still playing that that you that you're interested in mm-hmm. um, that you that can, can can fill that void once once all of the the other stuff is gone. Yeah. Is there something you haven't done yet in your life that you want to do? Anywhere. No, not really. I, you know, I've, I've been very, very fortunate. I've been able to do most of the things that I wanted to do in my life. Um, I never started out thinking that, hey, one day I'm gonna be a Hall of Famer. Right. Um, I got a chance to to do what I love to do, and I got compensated for it. You know, I got a chance to play pro- professional baseball. Uh, I played it at a pretty high level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I think I got all got out of. It everything that I could possibly get out of. Cool. I didn't leave there walking away thinking that boy, I wish I had approached it differently or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that every day I went out there, mm-hmm. I gave it all I had. That didn't mean that we won every day, but I know I did my best every yeah, day yeah. And, and doing my best every day. You know, there's there's nothing more that I could ask of myself. Yeah. And and you know, just the idea of not cheating myself, I think. Um, you don't cheat other people. Right, you right, know, right. You don't cheat other people. So when people came to the ballpark to see me play, mm-hmm. um, I, I would like to think that there were some days that they didn't know whether I was hurt or not. Right, you exactly. Know? Yeah. And, and I was telling somebody outside a minute ago that 
if you you give me a player that says, Coach, I'm ready to play and I'm 100%, I'll show you somebody who's not giving 100. Because if you're playing every day and you're giving your all, there there are aches and pains. And I think that's what separates the good from the average and the the average from the great. Those those guys that are able to go out there every day and do their job every Mm day. Yeah. What about this? Is there anybody you've never gotten to meet yet that if they could show up in this room and get to have, have a coffee with them, it'd be pretty cool? No, you know, I've met Muhammad Ali. Okay. I've met, uh, I've met Michael Jackson. Um, you know, I don't, I, it, there's nobody right now that I can, other people that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I wish I had a chance to meet uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, yeah. That would have been, yeah. you know, that would have been something. But sure. uh, that that would be the only other thing that I would, would, would wish that I could have done, yeah. you know, because here's a person who spent, you know, a great amount of their time and yeah. in, in prison for the ideas and stuff, but right, not, right. wasn't wasn't a wasn't a hated. He didn't hate people for right. it. Yeah, you know, he's very gracious with it, and yeah. probably one of the most gracious people I've ever met was also a guy by the name of Buck O'Neill. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way, yeah. You know, who uh, didn't didn't have a hate. A, a, inch of hate in his body right that's 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 very special yeah and last thing uh st louis the city we've had ups we've had downs what do you want for st louis in the coming years and decades if you know i just i I want um you know here last week i had a chance to go to the symphony okay and uh, boys to me performed at the symphony all right and the crowd in there that night was what i want my city to be okay because you had young black African American kids who symphony, you know. Yeah. Okay. What's the symphony? Right. Um, you had older, older white people. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the, the mixture of, of what I think a city should be. Yeah. And uh, that was really nice. And I, I've always wanted to be proud of the city that I live in. That's mm-hmm. why I give back. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get, uh, you gotta get your hands dirty. Yeah. That's Ozzy Smith. Thank you.